Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Raw Impressions hosted by me. Four track man. <laughs> That's right. This week, Lou and Adele will be on the couch as my guests. <laughs> I'd much rather be talking to Adele exclusively between you and me. <laughs> but this week, Lou has. He has news. He did something of note. He's just returned from a trip to the Pacific Northwest where he played some very special shows with Dinosaur Jr. to commemorate a 30-year anniversary of the very popular record, Where You Been? He wasn't there. He wasn't on that one. The most popular record of Dinosaur Jr.'s career. Anyway, but there were some very, very special guests at the shows, weren't there, Lou? Yes. Lou. What? There were some very special guests on the shows, There correct? were. There were, Four Track Man, indeed. You know... I- Having seen that album played, be, I'm going to ask I you like a series of questions, <laughs> and you're going to, you're going to have some time. What do you say? You're going to have some time questions to, questions? to answer my questions. Okay. okay. And Adele, please, please, mm. please feel free to interject at any time. <laughs> at any time, if you have any questions <laughs> or concerns, please let me know. All right, get ready. I feel like I'm at the starting line. I'm like ready. I'm waiting for the guns. Like, go, run. So what's the questions? I don't know. Where are they? (laughs) (laughs) Where'd he go? Uh, Four track man? Hello. Hello. I thought he was prepping us for some questions. Yeah. Well. I would like to say that... um, that album is really good. Where you been? You listened to it? Well, I got to hear it when you guys did the show oh! in Amherst. Yeah, when we played it live. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And oh. I, 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 I mean, I was like... Well, I love playing those songs. Yeah. I think it sounds great. So, I like how... I like how... It's a, it, it introduces I a dynamic. I like one of the most experimental Dinosaur Jr. Like, as far as Jay, like, he did... 
really experimental stuff with his voice and with instruments on that. I That's know. true. I, and it's it's like a big it's like a big neat. a big budget <clears throat> LP that he made, and it's mm-hmm. pretty dynamic. There's yeah, there's yeah. A, that beautiful quiet song, not the same. Yes, I, that song live, he did a really good job. Yeah, of that. He's, he yeah. sings it really good. And then there's these other ones that are kind of more country punk mm-hmm. flavored, but mm-hmm. I've. Um, the way that Murph and I play them mm-hmm. is got it, we we put that momentum behind it. Did Murph actually play on that album? I, I think he might have. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't know. I think yeah. he did. Yeah. Let's just say yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to consult any devices. Well, so to this is a like a kind of like a recap episode of your your shows in Portland and Seattle then, would you say? Yeah. I mean, I thought I I talked to four track man about it and I thought, you know, we don't usually do this. We don't usually go down point by point. One of the guests was Peter Holstrom, who is known for his work with the dandy Warhols. (laughs) I never thought you'd be a junkie cause heroin was so passe. That's a great tune. Now, Peter was a member of the Sun Adams who, who opened the shows. Well, tell me about it, Lou. Tell me about it. It was cool. Peter? We, Peter. Okay. Peter from the Dandy Warhols. And Peter wears a really cool hat. There's a really cool black hat that sort oh. of hangs over his brow. Is he a guitar player? He is. And what, is he like an original member of the Dandy Warhols? I couldn't tell you. Yeah. The way I, he dressed, he should he should he be. He should be. Yes. All he, I know is that boy, that what's that album? Is it 13 Tales from Urban Bohemia? Am I mixing albums or is that correct? Is that the name of it? Something about something Tales from Urban Bohemia? I'm not a Dandy Warhols expert. Oh, okay. Well, all I know is that album, I love it. You like it. I love it from start to finish. He was good. He was great. Yeah, no, he was a really nice guy. It was a snowy <laughs> night that first night in Portland, and snow makes Portland freak the fuck out. Well, for good reason. So not a lot of people went, but you know who came? Lou. Tell us about the second guest that night. Who was it again? Who? <laughs> well, Portland only has like two snow plows. Yeah. And they don't use salt on the road. And it also gets extremely windy there because it's sort of set on the side of a, this is a, pretty, a... It was actually legitimately a crisis. Yeah. People could yeah. not could not make it. To, could, literally couldn't come to the show. Sorry to those so, folks. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. Stephen Malkmus. Stephen Malkmus from mm-hmm. Pavement. Yep. He and his daughter and his wife ventured out. They were able to make it to the show. We weren't able to do a sound check. Mm-hmm. We played the song Cracked. What's that from? I don't know. You're living all over me. Well, okay then. Yeah. A classic Dinosaur Jr. track. And he played it like he'd he'd heard it a million times. Probably has. I think he has. Mm -hmm. And he told Jay that there was one part of the song, like before a lead kicks in, that is one of the greatest moments in music, he said. Aww. And then Stephen and I had a, we talked for a while. I talked to his daughter who works at KSPC, Mm -hmm. the college radio. She's a college freshman. At Pomona College, mm-hmm. college, nice. college. So um, she's the same age as my my oldest. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, talked to his wife. Great conversation about raising kids. She's an artist. She's an artist. She's like a kind of a badass artist. Mm-hmm. She's been at Mass Mocha, all kinds of places. Amazing. But super down to earth. Mm-hmm. 
good as pavement, right? <laughs> so good. What a band. They really captured the spirit of the time mm-hmm. back then. They were really the band that was on everyone's lips. <laughs> I said, but they weren't quite that popular, were they, Lou? <laughs> All right. Ouch. Whoa, moving on. Zing. Moving on. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, my gosh. Lou. Oh, wow. oh, okay. Portland Night 2. What happened? (laughs) What happened? Did you play with Brian from Red Fang? Yes. You did. I did. I just adore Red Fang. That's so great. You love that band. I do. (laughs) Complex arrangements and infectious compositions that they have. It must be something that you aspire to. (laughs) You've never quite done anything quite like that. true i haven't oh our track man's he's woof you know the best thing i mean brian he learned the song sludge feast which actually comes right after cracked on the album you're living all over me he did a fantastic job it's like a really good so he must live there in portland he does oh, is I that the, the band is, that is more like thing is that like yeah, a portland band yeah that's where they're from um nice. they're sort of a they're a, they call it stoner metal Okay. Um, but I just call it good. Good Black Sabbath influenced music. You really, really, they're you, really you country. Like I love them so much. Red I love so them much. so much. I watched them play like twenty five times last year, and I loved every fucking show. Brian brought me a corduroy coat because he saw so my Instagram. Sweet. He saw my Instagram that said that like, oops, I only brought one coat to Portland. And you were and fucking freezing. It was really cold. Legitimately freezing. Wind chill factor. Because it was factor. cold ass. It was cold. Cold that was ass the other weather thing. in Portland. It was like wind chill factor. Like, mm-hmm. whoa. It felt like it was like five below and it was raining at the same time. It made, it was kind of chaotic. So I, I again. Know. But, I was bummed because I have two really good friends from when I lived in LA who both live out in Portland and neither of them could come. Uh, they don't have power. Sarah and Joby. No um, power. No power. No, no power. power. I know Sarah's texting me like, I think my phone's going to run out of, I could almost like hear her battery dying in her text. And she's like, and I just saw an evergreen fall on my neighbor's car. I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, a lot of people saw trees just like, falling. Jesus. I mean, I guess on the like, other side safe. of the river, on the, on the foot of the hill, which lies on the west side of Portland. Portland is kind of bisected by this river mm. that the I can't name. That river, I know. Um, but that river. And so... Um, yeah, it's like part of it could move around, part of the city, right? And the other half well, was... Yeah. Nice. On the, Come on. I was in the functional part of town. <laughs> you were what in the functional part. It's true. This, this one, I will say... You, you had played with this guest before, I believe, in, in New York City, in Brooklyn. <laughs> in the borough of Brooklyn. One of the five boroughs of New York City. Brooklyn. You played at the Music Hall of Williamsburg with Isaac Brock. And Isaac made a hometown return to bless the stage for you guys with his creativity, his unpredictability, the inimitable Isaac Brock. How did that go? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. I thought it was cool. Every time he's played the song with us, he played Watch the Corners oh, with us. Oh, wow. I didn't so know So he kind of went deep. Oh, yeah, neat. he found... What a fun surprise. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, but like <clears throat> there's a, there's been a few people that have really Great kind of, song live. Yeah, they find they find a really cool like almost I bet I mean a new a newer dinosaur junior song. Wow. He played the three times that he played it, he played something different each time. Uh-huh. And it was like, what? Because I mean, he has this pedal, like this scrambler pedal that just scrambles his notes. <laughs> and uh he kind of, I, he, he's really, you, I got to go to his studio the second night we, we were in Portland and he said, do you want to come to the studio? And much to his surprise, I said, yes. <laughs> and it was like, cause it was like 1230 yeah, in the morning. And, yeah. um, I was with my, with my 18 year old daughter uh-huh. and we all went and your nephew, my Our nephew, nephew was my there. nephew, my daughter, <laughs> and we all got into, we piled into Isaac's car and we drove to his studio on the West side of Portland, uh-huh. downtown. We went into his fantastic labyrinth of a studio slash workspace. The guy works on, he had a big like woodworking thing. He had a fucking bandsaw or what do you call those things? Incredible. He's like building bunk beds right now. Out of pine. He's building <laughs> pine bunk heads like in the middle. He has one floor where like his kids can run around and there's like this big Amazing. space. And uh, then below that, he's got this incredible studio and it's all just the cool shit everywhere. The biggest pedal collection I've ever seen, bigger than the one at the Wilco Loft. Really? Yes. That was quite a pedal collection. Wow. Huh. Was it ever? Is it ever? Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, Isaac... That was fun. I, mean, oh, I bet Jay would have liked to see his pedal collection, huh? Jay would have loved to see those pedals. It's true. First night, Seattle, on the very special run of shows for Dinosaur Jr. <laughs> oh, the first night in Seattle was quite a star-studded night. It began with who? Matt Cameron? Drummer for Soundgarden, and now the drummer for Pearl Jam, two enormously popular bands. <laughs> what was that like? I hear, I hear that Matt chose his own tune, his own sort of Dinosaur Jr. deep cut to play on drums. That's true. Yeah. He played a song called Yeah We Know off the bug record which has always been kind of one of my favorites it's a kind of a it's a really heavy chordal dirge that jay wrote it's like stop start it's kind of the it's a it's it's a very emotional song for me because it was on the last record that i was on and i was like oh my god there's like Hmm. there's a line on it that's like about to crack with no hope of coming back How'd we ever get it together? I'm like, but uh, Matt wanted to play that song. It's got this great like tribal kind of drumming to it. Like Tom's like, so I I got to like just stand next to Matt Cameron and watch him play drums. Uh huh. 
uh, and it was cool. And That's then, very cool. Then you know, afterwards had a you know brief conversation about kids and oh. being an aging rocker. Yeah. Uh, he lives outside of Seattle. Nice. And he seemed very nice. And uh-huh. uh, as anyone sort of peripheral to the Pearl Jam thing, mm-hmm. they all seem like th- they got nice. a, there's a good vibe. Yeah. Going on with That's those so guys. Cool. Well, we we personally had dinner with Jeff Ament. We did. That was He's cool. lovely. Lovely. This <laughs> one is heavy. Dave Matthews, oh. you, Lou, shared the stage with Dave Matthews, you. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the fucking day. <laughs> well, congratulations. Tell us all about it. What was it like to share the stage with the great Dave Matthews? It was cool. He was really nice. And I liked his version of Cortez the Killer because it was Dave. It was like he did the things that he does that Mm -hmm. we know him for. Like he did a lot of vocalizations, that kind of thing Mm -hmm. that he does. And uh, he played acoustic guitar, so we actually meant that we did come down in volume Mm -hmm. as to not overwhelm Dave. Mm -hmm. We did suggest, he he thought that he shouldn't wear earplugs. We're doing the sound check. He's like, I don't think I'm going to wear earplugs. And I said, I... I suggest you wear earplugs. I said, <clears throat> I said we, can, we can modulate and come down for your volume, but it's still going to be incredibly loud. Yeah. So we, he put in earplugs as we suggested. And he was like, he was like whoa, this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this feels, you know, well, that, this is a strange sensation. So then you don't think he, he doesn't wear earplugs with Dave Matthews Band? Or? He probably wears in-ear monitors. Oh, okay. But... Uh, just putting things to block all of every every frequency from your to protect yourself as if you are a working on a construction site. That's uh-huh. a, that's a whole other level of hearing protection, and that's the level that dinosaurs. We're doing our sound check, and and we're wearing like all of us. We now yeah. all three of us have these big. You know, the muffs, the gun muffs. muffs, the construction muffs on. So we have those on. And these people walk out on stage with us like, okay. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Dave, Dave put in his earplugs and we did a really fun, long version of Cortez. And I, I don't know. That's nice. His playing really brought out po- things in my playing that I enjoyed. Aww. So I liked it. That's cool. <laughs> this one was tasty. Ooh. I heard about this and I thought, that's perfect. Wow. You must have met Mark Arm somewhere during the years. Mudhoney and Sebado were concurrent, concurrently touring through the United States and Europe. And you often saw their name everywhere. Almost ev- actually everywhere. People were very interested in this band. Probably a little bit more than your band, Lou. <laughs> Truth be told. No, no. Mark Arm, the lead singer of Mud Honey, sang with Dinosaur Jr. Nice. Tell me more. <clears throat> well, mm. we played two Stooges songs. Stooges are very um, seminal. <laughs> Adele loves loves it when I say the word seminal. But he yeah, loves to educate me on these seminal yeah, bands. Very influential band, especially. I mean, they really did influence the grunge thing. 
Mud Honey, Dinosaur Jr. at the same time. We're pretty much the same age. When we first came to Seattle, I found this out. I confirmed with Mark Arm that they were all there at our very first show. There weren't very many people there. But Mark had roped all of his friends, including the guy who ran Sub Pop Records, Bruce Pavitt. They were all going to go to a party. But instead, Mark convinced them all to go to the Dinosaur Show. Wow. And and this is what I remember is a bunch of guys with long hair gathered around Jay's pedal boards. Uh-huh. Because at that point, no one was using these vintage pedals that Jay was using, but they were as well. And they named their first EP Super Fuzz Big Muff, which was like something that Jay used. That's so cool. So it was like, it, it was like this, we made this kind of like transcontinental... Mm. Wow, from Western Mass. But I never met them because I was afraid to talk to anybody. And I never did. I mean, I just didn't really talk to a lot of my fellow musicians or I felt I did not talk to them. And I had never met Mark Arm until that the show the other night. What? Yeah. And a nice chat. Oh, Oh, that's a total shock. I didn't know that. News to me. (laughs) It's playing the bass. The bass with Dinosaur Jr. Now, he wasn't a member of the band when the uh, album that's being celebrated, the most popular album of the band's career, Lou was not a part of that album. Um, But yes, day two, show night two. (laughs) Matt and Charity, the head and the heart, what? (laughs) <laughs> what? Yeah, what? Ed and Hart. They were these this young couple. I say young. They've got two kids. They've got a three three month old and then like a three year old. Mm. I'm approximating that, but they are very popular. They they like play Red Rocks and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they came out and sang on one of our favorite songs to play, mm. which is called "Been There All the Time." It's on, oh, yeah. from an, and they came out and they sang double harmony vocals with oh. the whole song without wow. fucking rehearsing. Wow. They came out and they sang this, they added this like depth of harmonies to it. And like, we were able to play it at full force because at first I was like, Oh God, we're going to, we're going to kill them. Like we're going to hurt them if they stand <laughs> the head in the heart. Oh. We these two people, these sweet people like standing in front of, known for like kind of a, acoustic based music, I think. Um, and I was like, oh, God, this is, do they know what they're they're stepping into? And yes, they did. Mm. And they handled it beautifully. And they sang perfectly. It was so cool. And then we had a long conversation about raising kids on tour. And really nice. That's so sweet. Yeah. Last guess, who was it, Lou? Who was it? Jessica was Dobson. It Jessica Dobson. <laughs> yes. It was Jessica Dobson. I was not familiar with her work, uh-huh. but apparently she's worked with a lot of bands that I, I love yeah, yeah. Um, and a lot of things that I like and like a lot of, you know, um, you know big name, really cool indie artists like the Shins. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays guitar and she sings. She got up and she did Feel the Pain with Us, sang every word of the song, matched Jay solo for solo. Wow. I mean, he she was like, and then she soloed in parts of the song that don't have solos, which people, I think a lot of times the guitar players that we do play with are a little intimidated uh-huh. and they won't. But she seemed so like, just again, like head and heart, they were hadn't the head and the heart. They were like, she just seemed comfortable there for it, knew what it was and really 
she just and there's some complicated parts of that song some parts of that song took me i mean months months to learn uh-huh they're a little unpredictable jay jay's chords and stuff are not predictable a lot of the but she had she knew it cold and played a sweet solo on it and sang beautifully to it and looked totally confident and like without but in a very down-to-earth way that was the thing with both of those that last night the because i was not totally familiar i'm not familiar with either of them to be honest like and i know the names that head and heart for sure but um i didn't know and i was just really really it was like when we played with that guy from TV on the radio, Kip, Kip mm-hmm. Malone. I mean, I knew TV on the radio a little bit, but boy, he just blew me away. And Bow it was, down. Yeah, I was just really, I don't know. Impressed? So impressed. So impressed. And, uh... It sounds like it was really fun. another Yay. episode of Draw Impression. Yeah. I've been your host, Four Track, man. Asking the questions, getting deep, I think did a pretty digging good deep, and finding out. Finding out the truth, low, getting the impression. I could take it. You can take it. You can definitely take yeah, it. You, know. <laughs> mm, you got your time, this Lou. 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 What, is, what does that mean? You got your time, this Lou. It, it, it sounded like, like a, you, you got, got your, your time, your time this. this. You got your time. You got your time this time, Lou. Oh. Like oh, we talked about you. Yeah, Lou's Lou's episode. This is a yeah, Lou episode. That's a little bit of a yeah. It's all right. It was. Honey. Is that okay? You're a rock star, baby. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.